Welcome to Cookie's Candid Conversations. This is Cookie White, and this podcast is constructed to give honest suggestions rooted in scripture to pump up your day with encouragement and fill your life with positivity. As most of my listeners know that tune in, I try my very best to do these podcasts with an element of positivity. It's beginning to be a bit more difficult with all the issues of the world insisting we are a divisive, hateful, systemic racist country. There is so much hatred going around, it's as if we're driving around in a perpetual state of fog, not being able to see the road ahead of us. In fact, it seems we are in a bumper car amusement park ride and automatically we need to apologize for bumping into people with a different colored car than the one that we're riding in. It has become tragic and sad. What's a Christian, a person who believes God created all of us equal and loves all of us the same, supposed to do to convince the world the color of our skin is just that, a color? Yes, I am fully aware of our history as a nation, I read recently from one of the professors from Prager University, and I quote, Human beings were not preoccupied with race until the 16th century when Europeans began to explore and then colonize other parts of the world. Drawing distinctions between the races reached its peak in the 19th century with the widespread use of slave labor in North and South America, end of quote. But I continue, No one denies this, but since then the Western world, and most especially America, has spent a lot of time, money, and blood breaking free of its racist past. It's been a rocky road, but for sure, great progress has been made. When we look at the critical race theory as a whole, it tries to implement that all the progress we have made is like a mirage. Racism racism never died. It just faded out a bit. I often wonder what the initiators of this movement think about Martin Luther King. Reverend King made such great statements, speeches, and was involved in a movement during a critical time in our nation's history, the Civil Rights Movement. Mr. Lindsay, the prof from Prager University, stated in his statements, to critical race theorist, Martin Luther King was both wrong and naive. White Americans can never judge blacks by the content of their character. They can only judge them, always unfavorably, consciously or unconsciously, by the color of their skin. That's pretty sad for all the white-skinned people in the world. We are labeled automatically by the color of our skin to be racist in every decision, every interaction, every fiber of our being. The question that pops into my mind is, who says? How can a blanket statement concerning every single person in the world whose skin color happens to be white can be labeled a racist? Doesn't it seem to you that those who are labeling us as being racist are racist as well? Isn't racism a seesaw of sorts or does one race get to rule over another? And why do we need to bring this theory into classrooms of children unless it's a history lesson? To drill into those innocent minds that regardless of what they do or what they say, they are born racist and there is nothing they can do about it 
but submit to the mindset of another race. Has anyone during all of this divisiveness consulted Almighty God? You know, the maker of heaven and earth, the creator of man and woman, the one who formed you in your mother's womb and breathed life into your body. Did he ever mention in the Bible that he would bless only one skin color over another? When God sent his only son into the world as a sinless sacrifice to be an atonement for the sins of this world, did he tell his son, Jesus Christ, to make sure you specify this is only for a particular color of skinned people? How ludicrous is that? We have no earthly idea what the skin color of Jesus actually happens to be when he took on the form of a man. I believe that color was a beautiful blend of red, yellow, black, and white. As the song goes that we teach children, Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. As believers in Jesus Christ, we teach salvation. That is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, believing he lived, he died, and he was resurrected from the grave. That salvation is a gift given to you upon your confession of faith. It is not something you have to earn or continually work towards. There is no way you could ever repay what Jesus did for you. We only live the best we can and follow the lead Jesus has left us. It's a big task, but each day we pray, we read his words, and we do our best to be the best examples we can for our fellow man. With racism, it's a constant working towards being what others think you should be, what you should say, how you should make decisions, with one race giving all the guidelines. And you know what? You will never attain the mark where you are told, hey, congratulations, you're no longer a racist because it's a continuous moving of the bar. With Christ, there is no moving of a bar, and you can't attain it. He loves us, faults and all, and once we give our hearts and minds and our all to Him, He will mold us into the people who will love others, serve others, and above all, put our Lord first in everything. That's how we answer the critical race theory. We pray that God's wisdom will enlighten those who feel like life has slightened them by history, what happened thousands of years ago, and for the pockets of those who continue to believe there and live there. Our world is not perfect. Our country is not perfect. But with God, we can live together as one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. 1 John 4, 7 through 9 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. Give it some thought, friends. See you next time.